Welcome to the Rural Revitalization Network podcast. The network is committed to encouraging pastors, churches, and communities throughout rural America to engage, equip, and empower through local resources to build God's church. Welcome to Episode 2, What is the Rural Revitalization Network? With your host, Pastor Rob Beckett and myself, Dr. Desmond Barrett. And so today we're going to look at four things of why we even need a Rural Revitalization Network. And the first thing that we want to talk about today is this, is why a network focused on Nazarene churches in rural America? Rob? They are uh, important. Rural churches are important to the, they are the backbone of the church because, uh, and we'll give stats here in a few minutes, but the majority of churches in the Nazarene are small churches with less than 50 people attending. And they are scattered out throughout the uh, countryside. They're they're in uh, small suburban areas, uh, all these areas, and they are the backbone. They are the core of the Nazarene church. And so, Pastor, you need to realize that you are valuable just because you're in a rural area, just because uh, there are those that may say in society that you are not successful, however we want to define that, because you don't have a lot of people in your church. You are following the will of God, and when you are obeying His call, you are successful. You are uh, following and obeying the focus of God. And so, Rob, let's break this down today. Why did we even want to uh, start uh, this this network in the first place? Well, it, uh, it it's a community of pastors and churches committed to bringing God's vision and mission for the rural congregation. Um, it is We are building a, a network of pastors, of churches, and even communities— to, to work, to lift up, to encourage, and move forward the kingdom, uh, walking alongside each other in a unified movement. Uh, we, we are not doing this alone. We are not um, uh, one man in the boat. We are, we are part of the ship, and the, and the captain of the ship is steering us, and we have to realize that we are community. Uh, the goal of the uh, Rural Revitalization Network is to encourage, equip, empower rural pastors, churches, and communities for the furtherance of God's kingdom in their local context, where they are. And so many, and so many of them uh, are out there and, and feel alone, and we are there to encourage them and lift them up. And ultimately, pastors, we are where you are. We are in rural America. Our churches are in flyover country, as the politicians say. We are struggling in the throes of where religion used to be, but relationship has been lost. And we are coming back to the relationship of Jesus Christ as the head of the church. And we love our denomination, and we love our denominational leaders, but we are getting back to the basics. All we have to look at is in the book of Acts. What did they do as churches? They were constantly sending, but they were also building up. And today, this network is all about building you up, coming alongside of you to let you know that you are not alone. Yeah, in my church, Church. Uh, I have a small church, and uh, I would I would classify it as rural, even though uh, we're like a bedroom community outside of Louisville. But we the, here's what for me definition of rural is the context, the mindset, the worldview of the community you're in. 
uh, at Shepherdsville, we do not think of ourselves as city, even though we have a, a sizable population. Uh, but the worldview, the mindset that we live in, we are still a hometown, homegrown, and the people are uh, still tied to their roots there in our county, in Bullock County. Uh, one thing that that uh, hurts uh, a lot of rural pastors is sometimes they feel forgotten. They feel like the, the identity, who am I? What am I? And, and it doesn't help when the federal government uh, doesn't even give a clear definition of rural. The only way rural is identified is as being non-urban. There's already a, a problem right there because they can't even classify or de- uh, give a definition to it. And rural can be anything. Some people say, well, uh, it has to be a town of only 250 people or 3,000 people. But actually, uh, it can be any. It could be a, a town or a city uh, of uh, 25,000 people. It depends on the worldview and depends on the mindset of the people. Uh, and that's what the, the classification. And so who needs this network? And ultimately, you, you've heard a little bit of, of Rob's story and where he is in a, an outside of an urban context, but in a rural area as a bedroom community of one of the largest cities in the United States. Or there's me here in Appalachia, where we are a rural area, where literally 20% of our population lives in poverty and is struggling to make ends meet. Regardless if you're in a town of 1,200 people or in a town of 120,000 people, God has called you there for a mission. And so who needs this network? It's you. It's you. It's us. It is the churches that are just trying to serve God on a daily basis. So let me ask you, Pastor. Uh, so, uh, and I'll I'll share for in a moment. But let me ask you: Why is your heart towards rural communities? Get give a little bit of your personal testimony and why you're involved in this. Well, three out of my four churches have been in a rural community. I remember the very first time that I came from the Southern Florida District, and I went on to the Virginia District, and in Southwest Virginia, it's coal country down there. I had I had never been in that type of environment. I had come from a community of 750,000 people in our county. My community had 100,000 people in it, and I go to a church of eight people, and uh, I found out that even my trash is not picked up at the end of the street. I had to go take it to some sort of a, a dump, and and I remember that I got lost in a cornfield, and uh, I pulled over on the side of the road, and I remember saying, you know, God has sent me to this God-forsaken place, and I said, what are you trying to do? Not knowing that three out of the four churches God would lead me to would yeah. be in uh, rural America, and today I, I, I serve in central Appalachia, and uh, I'm, I'm serving in a rural context. And so ultimately for me, this network is about bringing people together. There were so many times that I felt like I was alone. There were so many times that I didn't hear from my district superintendent, not because it's, it's his or her fault. It, it's because that they have so much to do. But even my Nazarene churches in the area, they seemed like they were their own entity amongst themselves. And we here at the network want to bring us all together. Now, when we talk about the rural church, we are talking about that church where you feel alone, where you feel lost, where you feel disconnected. And we want you to know as a network that we are going to be here for you. So same thing with me, except for I was raised in a 
small rural community. Um, I was raised and saved in a small Baptist church that my grandpa uh, helped charter. He was a charter member of it. And uh, it was in Salt Rock, West Virginia. Salt Rock, I have, I have to use Salt Rock as a reference because the place where I was actually raised up, it was called Perrytown. And it actually has a name, it's on the map, but it was so small, uh, it had only like maybe 20 people in the whole place. So I have to reference to the largest next town to say where I'm from, and Salt Rock has 330 people. Mm. So that tells you what kind of place I was raised in. So I know some of the advantages and disadvantages of rural churches. I have a heart and a desire to see small rural churches uh, to be everything that God intends for that congregation to be. Um, and did, I you, have, did you catch that? I want our listeners to catch that and 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 and, and slow back and and really process what you just said. Is that wanting what God wants yes. that local context to be? Again, hear me now. Do not compare yourself to the Baptist Amen. Church, the Methodist Church, the Episcopal Church in town. Be the church that God has called you to be. Amen. And uh, so, so that is what Rural Revitalization Network is, is a grassroots initiative that wants to revive and encourage the church community that they can still do the work of the kingdom in their context where they live. You know, I have a passion for the Rural Revitalization Network because I feel like I am a part of that network, meaning that I have served in uh, rural America. But ultimately, from an education standpoint, I received my doctorate of education uh, in leadership and professional practice from Trevecca Nazarene University. And what I did is I decided to study church revitalization, where I was able to evaluate 10 churches in rural America and to see how they got to the situation where they needed revitalization. And I, I, want, I want you to know that there are some basic things that happened, and it's, again, that pastoral tenure decreases, the, the church doesn't look like the community, the average age of the attenders begin to age, but ultimately there was someone, it was either the pastor or a leader in the church that said, we don't want this to die, meaning that their church address is not there by accident that God has placed you in that community, and somebody began to fight. And pastor, hear me now. I believe that you are the warrior that God called, and we can have all the degrees on the wall, but if we don't have a heart for the broken, if we don't have a heart for the lost, if we don't have a heart for rural America, then we're just a social club that collects dues in tithes in, in the church. And what I learned in that dissertation project when I studied church revitalization is that prayer, prayer, prayer Amen. became the power and the engine. And we as a network, we want to gather up alongside of you. We want to pray for you and encourage you and support you to be the very best that you can be in that called field that God has called you to harvest. Yeah. So the reason that uh, we want to, uh, the network to focus on Nazarene churches is, is that nationally, nearly seven out of 10 churches have less than 50 people in attendance. Wow. I mean, just think of that. Think about that, Pastor, because you're always comparing yourself with the County Seed Baptist Church or that great big Methodist church in town, and you don't realize it, that you are average. Yeah. So in the Nazarene church, 
that number is more like eight out of 10 churches. Mm. And so uh, that is the reason that we are focusing on that. Uh, and of and if that uh, most are rural churches. And, you know, like we uh, had mentioned that rural churches don't even get a, they don't even get their own definition. They're just classified as non-urban. So, so, um, so that is the reason we're reaching out for Nazarene churches. And, uh, I have been uh, involved in conversations with, with Nazarene leaders and district superintendents, realizing that many have these churches that can benefit from conversations, from resources, from coaching and mentoring, and healthy peer interaction with each other. This is a move that is happening across the Protestant uh, denominations, and it would be a, a good to have an outlet for the Nazarene churches uh, in our own tribe, uh, that we can have a place that we can go to, that we are safe to be open in. I think that is very important. Uh, if, if nothing, I think that may be on top of the list for me uh, for priorities, is a place where a pastor can be open and real and honest with his peers without being judged. Absolutely. Because the chances are right. what they are feeling, the one they're talking to or one they're opening to has felt the same thing. And so it is important that we have a place that we can keep intact our Wesleyan aspects. And so think about this, Pastor. Who can join this network? And we want you to know that you, as a pastor, a local church, can join this network. Why? Because we want to support you. So what can the network do for, for pastors? Well, the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to pray for you, because we believe we are better together when we are praying for God's vision and, and God's anointing on the calling that we have. And so, pastors, I want you to know that feel free to join us either on our Facebook page or going to Revitalization. Uh, or excuse me, rule-revitalization.network to join us. We want to come up alongside of you, and the first thing we want to do is to pray for your local church. And we'll do it right now. Let's do it now. Let's let's uh, give a prayer to, that for the ones that are considering to joining in and just uh, give them the courage to step out because revitalization is not easy. Absolutely. It, it's, it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, it's not an easy thing to admit that you need it. So... Why don't we just say a little prayer and uh, just bless the pastors that are listening. Uh, we want to encourage you to invite you in. Come in to a, a place where you can be open and comfortable and know that you're not judged. And so, Pastor, let us pray as we close out this bonus episode about uh, the Rural Revitalization Network. And we want you to know that you are valuable. We believe in you. God has called you. Don't give up. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the men and women called in the tribe of the Church of the Nazarene. We're so thankful, Father God, that you have called them to their local context. They are not alone. They are called to the harvest field. And yes, the harvest may not look as white as in other areas. It may look like a struggle. But we believe by faith that when we cry out to you, and you work through the work of the Holy Spirit in our own individual lives and in the life of the local church, the church can become a community center again. Oh, we celebrate, Lord, what you've done since our founding with Dr. Phineas Brzee, how you called him into the, the highways and byways, how you called him to help the sick and the infirmed, how you called him to help those that were struggling with addiction 
And Father, you enabled him to place in our hearts a missional call. And today, Lord Jesus, we receive that mantle in our rural context. And we know that many of us are facing the opiate crisis. Many of us are dealing with poverty in our local community. Many of us are struggling to make ends meet. But we believe by faith that you, Lord Jesus, are going to help the hurting. You're going to heal the broken and you're going to revitalize the local church. Let us be a lighthouse of hope. Let us be that community center again. We ask this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As always, my friends, thank you for joining us today. If you are a pastor or a staff leader, or are in need of support, coaching, and encouragement, join the network by going to Rural Revitalization Network on our Facebook page, or go to the website rural-revitalization.network. Until next week, remember, you are doing better than you even realize. God bless you.